What's up, Emmaus? Welcome to the Proclaim and Display podcast. We're at episode 22, where we help you show and tell the gospel to your neighbors and the nations. I'm Jaron. We're back in the studio today with my pal, Kennedy. Kennedy, what's up? Uh, what's up, Jaron? Hey, Kennedy. <laughs> are you nervous? Uh, I'm pretty nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. If, if you're wondering why... Uh, to all our faithful listeners out there, probably all seven of you, uh, maybe there's more, I don't know. You might be confused, maybe, by the lack of a particular voice today on the podcast. For those of you who might have missed it, Owen is gone the entire month of May on sabbatical, so he'll be set to return Monday, June 5th, which is the first day of VBS. So uh, we're going to have some fun this month while Owen's away. Kennedy, I, I wonder, do you think, you think he's listening sweating, wringing his hands, hoping we don't mess this podcast thing up. Absolutely. Jaren and I were talking before this, like, we're the Z team. <laughs> Not even B team. Not we're even the Z B team. team. <laughs> I, I wonder if he's going to listen to us on the sabbatical. You know what? He might, but I'd rather not know until after the sabbatical. <laughs> Hi, Owen. We miss you. Uh, change topics here a little bit. Uh, so this is going to be a fun Sunday, May 14th. Uh, your dad... Jim LeHue, he's going to be back in Emmaus to preach in Owen's absence. We're looking forward to him. But there's something else significant about this Sunday, right, Kennedy? Absolutely. And that is? It is Mother's Day. Mother's Day, Day that's right. You all have family plans this week? Yeah, Good. we're, we're going to be swimming with the whole family. Swimming. And, it's yeah. that time of the year, isn't it's that it? that time of the year. Yeah, we'll, we'll be getting together a little bit. Shout out to our moms. Yeah. Moms, we love you. Love you, Mom. Hey, speaking of moms, we uh, get to introduce our guest today on the podcast, a rock star mom in her own right, Maggie Barnett. What's Ooh, up, Maggie? Maggie. Good I to don't have know you. If you call me a rock star. But <laughs> you are. You major are a rock star mom. Big time rock star. Maggie, you have any plans this Sunday for Mother's Day? Uh, yeah, I'm actually getting to go spend time with my bonus mom, Gloria Flick. I was able to meet her while I was at Grace Home right before I transitioned to OBHC, and we've just been together ever since. That's, that's great. That's awesome. Well, we we are really glad that you're here with us today. We've we've had several guests on the podcast before, several of them Emmaus members, and uh, we just wanted to get you on to be able to share your story. So why don't you kind of just... You've, you've shared your story in, in multiple contexts, and so this is uh, your opportunity to share with the podcasting world a little bit about your story, God's work in your life, and so let's let's have some fun, share, share some of those things with us. Well, I'm definitely excited to share my story again. Um, I mean, my, my story is long, but I've shortened it the best I can. Um, all I know is that it started out really rough. I was, um, I was raised in an abusive household, and I didn't have the guidance I needed at a young age to make relationships stable and um, to just be successful in life. And soon I got into trouble and um, ended up in unhealthy relationships and got addicted to drugs. And it took a while for me to get where I'm at now because I entered into homelessness and I call myself a survivor because hmm. I didn't really think that I was going to make my way out of homelessness. That's where I lost all of my hope. And as I found my place through Christ in homelessness, that's when I started seeing him lift me up and pull me in the direction he needed me to go. And he finally brought me back home 
and that's where I was able to enter into Grace Home um, with Christopher, the little little guy that you'll mm-hmm. see running around here. Um, he's amazing, but I always talk about how in the Old Testament, God always used a little baby to bring mm-hmm. the um, destruction back into um, back into place and just bring life into the world and just bring goodness into this world. And that's what he did with me in my life. He brought a little baby into my life and just laid down the path and brought, you know, my whole family back together because I lost custody of my um, three oldest kids and now they're back with me and I'm at Mm -hmm. Oklahoma Baptist Homes for Children and it's just a huge blessing how far God has taken me. And I can always talk about my story and what God has done in my life, but you know, all those achievements that he's brought me through, the biggest thing that he has done for me is he has changed me internally. Mm-hmm. And I talk about who I was in the past. That was not me. That mm-hmm. is not me now. And that's never going to be me again because he has changed me. And it's just so amazing. Mm-hmm. I love talking about how he's changed everything around me. Why don't you, yeah. why don't you go backwards a little bit? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got some liberty here and some time to kind of work through that with us for those who are listening to maybe kind of identify with some of your story and how God has brought you like talk about the past and some of those struggles and the and the destruction that you kind of found yourself in well I know um, the main ones is that I was completely addicted to um, drugs like any kind of drug that you can think of I was using them just to find some kind of comfort in the world and I don't even have any like link I don't have any feelings or urges to use anymore. It's just gone. Mm -hmm. He's wiped me clean. And um, I know there was times when I smoked cigarettes and I knew knew for a fact that I wasn't going to be able to do it on my own. And I remember praying on a back porch one day saying, Lord, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to do it for me because I Mm -hmm. can't do it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? He did it for me. He has freed me from so many chains. And it was... It was definitely hard at times to get through him, but I know that he walked beside me every single moment of every single trial trial that I went through. That's awesome. Yeah, what that's were cool. what were some of the things that God you, you mentioned your your child mm-hmm. how was one of them and maybe we can talk about that a little bit more as well. What were some of the other things that God was bringing into your life or doing in your life to kind of pull you out of that and to kind of help you wake up, so to speak, to who he is and what he wanted to do in your life? Do you Are there certain people or circumstances or other events that were happening in your life to kind of steer you uh, towards the Lord? Well, I can look back and see many different ways that he was steering me towards him and steering me towards the right path. He was, um, it started out when I was homeless. There was a man that talked to me and gave me a Bible. It was just wow. small things like that. And I finally started opening the Bible and reading it while I was on the streets. And it started opening my eyes to his goodness and his grace and his love. And I started um, traveling when I was homeless. And I met some people along the way and just their goodness and grace and how much kindness that they showed me, even though I was homeless and lost. Mm-hmm. And once I made it back home, yes, I was still stuck in my addiction because I never was able to get the coping skills I needed and the resources I needed to stay sober. So anytime something bad happened, you know, I would return to drugs because mm. that was my comfort. Yeah. Mm. And once I got into a place of of resource and stability that's when I was able to get into places that taught me how to stay sober and 
it was just really difficult for me to understand that I was in the wrong place at the time because mm. I thought that was normal. I was raised that way. I was raised in addictions. I was raised in abuse and I always thought it was normal. And then when I wow. was surrounded by people that showed me nothing but love and care and kindness and patience, all those beautiful fruits of the spirit, I just, I soaked it in and loved every bit of it and I never wanted to leave it. That's amazing. That's great. Maggie, how did you hear about Grace Home in Oklahoma Baptist Homes for Children? It started out at um, a woman's resource center in Norman. I had no idea about what Grace Home was, but I needed to get an OBGYN, and it turned out that the OBGYN that was available for me was the lead OBGYN for Grace Home. And so she put in a call and gave me their number and I put in a call and I was so nervous putting in the call because a girl that was at WRC called and did an interview before me and she was declined and I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I'm going to get in. But sure enough, God, you paved the way. (laughs) Absolutely. I love in your story that every moment and every hardship you can point back to the Lord's grace and the Lord's mm-hmm. providence in your life. And I think that that's just evident of the fruit that um, is in your life that the Lord has given you through your story that um, it's just so incredible that despite everything you've been through, you see that it's all the Lord. Um, and you just see how he's saved you from so many of those things. Um, what's the Lord doing in your life now? So in this very moment, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I said, I can talk about the achievements that he has helped me get through. Like, I'm a college graduate now, mm. and I'm working. Congratulations! Thank you. Awesome. And I'm working towards a bachelor's in art with a teacher's certificate. And I never even imagined going to a big college like this. I thought, okay, a co- community college, I can do that. And he got me through it. But now he's like, no, you're going even further. And there's just so much in me that I want to do, but I know that he's still just molding me and getting me ready for it. So Mm -hmm. I'm just preparing myself for what he needs me to do in the future. I mean, right now he's got me at Oklahoma Baptist Homes for Children and I'm just working towards saving and I'm working towards learning how to build um, healthy relationships and learning how to just live out on my own. So once I do leave Oklahoma Baptist Homes, I will be successful because I do have that foundation. Mm. That's That's great. And you just shared with me before coming in, you're moving right now out of the cottage that you're currently in, right? Yes, it's so stressful, but I love it. (laughs) I'm so happy because I'm finally moving up in the program. You laugh at stress. Yes. Give us us some of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you have to laugh at it. You have to just, you know, pick out the um, goodness in it because there's just it may be stressful and I may be tired I may be exhausted but I know that it's it's from his goodness that he's doing this Mm. for me yeah so you moving out of your cottage what does that look like what does that mean in the program at uh OBHC well it definitely means more responsibility (laughs) for me (laughs) because I'm definitely moving out like more secluded on my own I'm gonna have to make sure that um, my kids are doing everything they're supposed to do. You know, I don't have that advisor coming in at all times saying, oh, what's going on? So I'm actually having to be that mom role without someone always there. So it's like a next step to like actually moving out on my own. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, I'm excited for you. I shared with Maggie actually this 
well, whenever the women's worship night was um, about a week ago, um, I've just noticed lately how your kids just latch on to you and they watch how you worship. They watch how you lead in the church. And um, I got emotional the other day at church because their kids were watching her worship and they were like mimicking her every move. And I just thought that it was incredible and such a story of you, how as a mom are passing that on to your kids, that you're showing them the importance of why we come to church, why we worship. Um, You're pointing them to Christ and all you do as a mother. And I just thought that that was incredible just to watch your kids look up to you um, and follow what you're doing. It was something so incredible. Um, And also for those that are listening, um, we have a really unique opportunity because OBHC is right next door to Emmaus. Um, And so we have lots of single moms and their kids that come to Emmaus. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have a really unique opportunity to serve those moms, to serve those kids, and to serve OBHC. And so um, there's lots of different ways to get involved. And honestly, Maggie's probably the expert to tell you (laughs) even more ways than than what I could even tell you. I know that they do things, Maggie, like after-school tutoring. Um, they help with Monday night child care. Will you kind of share what goes on on Monday nights? Because I know Monday nights are a really important time at OBHC. So we do have several different opportunities for the moms to take different classes throughout the whole program. And I was able to take two different types of love and logic, which is so amazing because when you come into a place like this without any experience on how to parent Mm. and you need some guidance you need some help because when my kids came to move in with me I had no idea what I was doing I was just at a loss so I was just extremely thankful that I was able to take these parenting classes and they also have like circle of security and um, during the summer they kind of do some more fun things Um, Right now, I know they're putting up an art class, um, cart maintenance class, uh, fitness class. There's just a whole lot of fun things they're doing over the summer. Um, And then I know during the spring, we always take a financial peace class. And that has changed my life because I had no idea how to budget. Hmm. I've always said, if I have money in the bank, then I'm doing good. (laughs) But apparently, you're supposed to budget every single penny. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) Well, I'm doing a lot better now with my money. (laughs) Thank goodness. Yeah, that's that's great. I really love how um, all that they do and all that they do with you guys at OBHC. I mean, they really are walking through every step. And like you said, that that goal at the end is um, headed towards being able to be independent and on your own. And so um, I'm just thankful for all that OBHC does and has even done in your life. I think um, your testimony is a story of one, the Lord's goodness through OBHC, but also just the Lord's goodness and grace Mm -hmm. in general. Um, Something else that a lot of people might not know is that you guys also have a boutique on campus. Will you kind of explain how that works too? Well, during the program, you have this opportunity to work different things. Um, If you volunteer, if you do a Bible study, if you just If you get your cottage chores done, you get to earn points. And when you earn these points, you get to use them inside the boutique. And the boutique has clothes for your kids. It has clothes for the moms. It has um, kitchen items. It has um, 
home items, just anything that you would might need that when you move out. And the boutique is really saving me right now because that is part of the responsibility of I me mean, moving into this new home yeah. is I'm needing to supply everything in the house. Mm. And I'm sitting here like, oh no, I don't have this. I don't have a plunger. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't have a plunger. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> we wouldn't survive at our house without a plunger. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. James, like that is a big problem. <laughs> TMI, sorry about that. <laughs> hey, but it's the same for my household, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, so with the boutique, how do you get a hold of those resources? Well, all those resources inside the boutique is all from donations. So all all the donations that we get, then they sort it and make sure that it's good and it's appropriate for the girls that are camp on our campus because we do have a lot of trouble with um, some of the older girls. They're not wearing the appropriate clothing. Mm -hmm. So they have to sort through it and make sure that it is appropriate. Um, but it's all donation. It's crazy. Yeah, that's great. So if you have clothes and things, the boutique is also a good place to yeah. give that for sure. Um, Maggie, how can we be praying for you and your kids right now? Oh my goodness, we're moving. <laughs> That's where we need prayers right now. It's so stressful and it's stressful on the kids too because any kind of transition is stressful <clears throat> for them. And I can see it how much they're like so happy, but at the same time, they're like so exhausted and they're just mm -hmm. confused and they're just disoriented about it all. And I'm just... It's ups and downs. Like, we were moving all day Sunday, and Chloe, she, my youngest daughter, mm -hmm. she was just having trouble with her emotions. But mm -hmm. sometimes yeah. you have to just let her be in her emotions. Yeah. yeah. I, I Just to speak into this conversation a little bit to encourage you, I one of the things I'm picking up from this conversation is that not only do you believe the gospel, like you believe that you needed rescue from Jesus and you're putting your hope in him, but that is actually being fleshed out in your life on a daily mm -hmm. basis. Like the things I'm picking up from you, I mean, just the, I laugh at the stress. You don't laugh at the stress because you're strong and because you've got your act together. You laugh because you know where your hope lies. And mm -hmm. I just, I think yeah. that's such a, an encouraging word, maybe to someone listening to the podcast today where they believe the gospel, they've been going to church for a while, but yet that that step of faith daily to abide in Jesus, to say, I trust you, Jesus, that you've got this. And and just talk maybe a little bit before Kennedy wraps up here. How, how has the Lord used trials, difficulty, stress, tension to not turn you away from the Lord when you just try to make this thing happen in your own strength, but somehow God has used it to point you back to him. How how have those types of difficulties and stresses and tensions in your life brought you closer to God, not further away from him? The thing is, is every single time I have faced something, he has walked beside me every mm -hmm. single time. And so every time he sees me through, my faith grows. Mm. And every single time I don't make it through and he's still there and we make it through another way. Yeah. Because he shows me every single time, just because you didn't get through the way you want to go, Ooh, I cool. still have a way for you to go. That's huge. Yeah. No matter what, no matter which way I'm going, I know that he's going with me. Yeah. That's and it's just story. been so amazing the journey that he's taken me through, even though... It was so hard, and I did feel hopeless at times. But he showed me that there is a way out. 
Mm-hmm. And he's shown me a care and love for others that I never had. Wow. Because now when I see that homeless person on the street, my heart pulls for them. Mm. Yeah. And now when I see someone that is angry and upset about something, my heart is praying for them because yeah. I know how hard it is to live in this world. Yeah. Yeah. I know it. And yeah. so I want to pray for them and I want to pray for the people out there that are struggling. I know there isn't much I can do physically, but I know I can pray. Yeah. That's so encouraging. That's huge. Wow. Maggie, I, you know, at the beginning, Jaren called you a rock star mom. It's so true. You are a rock star mom. I mean, I'm just so thankful for you and just um, even your story. So before we pray and wrap up, will you just share, basically for any moms that are listening, will you just give them just a word of encouragement? My biggest thing, and I need to take this on my own advice on this one, sure. is give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Give yourself grace and give yourself rest because nobody's going to be perfect. And it takes failure and it takes making mistakes to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. So when mistakes do happen or when you do get out of control or a little emotional, remember you are human and Mm -hmm. that God still loves you no matter Mm -hmm. what. And just rise up from it. Remember to just say, I know I did wrong, but it's okay because I can do better. Mm, That's good. Well, Maggie, we're we're so thankful for you, and we're so thankful that you and your family are here at this church. Um, And so we just want to pray for you before we wrap up this podcast. Lord, we thank you so much um, just for Maggie and for her kids and um, just how you have woven um, just so much grace, so much redemption through every detail of her life, Lord. We thank you so much for um, bringing her to where she is now, Lord, that she can look back and even have the strength to tell her story, Lord, to look back and every step along the way, Lord, she points it all back to you, Lord. And so um, I pray for Maggie. I pray for her four kids that um, she would just continue to be the light um, that shines in her house, Lord, that she would continue to point her kids to you. Um, And as they continue to grow up and to watch her, Lord, um, I just pray that you will continue to open their eyes up to who you are, open their eyes up to the gospel, Lord. Lord, we're so thankful for organizations like Grace Home and OBHC and how you just are continuing to work through them. Um, to show God's love in our community, Lord. And so we thank you for Maggie, and we just pray for all of the moms that are listening to this podcast this week, um, that they would find strength and encouragement through Maggie's story, um, and that we would just keep pressing on to the days ahead. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.